Corner, the HEROES Act. What is the deal? How come the Democrats and the Republicans can't agree on the HEROES Act? What's in it? What's the problems? Who is the problem? We'll go over everything a little bit right now. Give you a little bit more insight into maybe where some of the disagreements are and why President Trump had to step in and sign some executive orders to continue with the COVID-19 relief. First and foremost, you have to understand that the Democrats are asking for an additional $3 trillion for this HERO Act. My problem with that is, in case Pelosi and Schumer and all their you know band of misfits there missed... We're already $26 trillion in debt, not to mention the first relief package that was uh, agreed upon. We still have money left over. We haven't even spent it all yet. So being that there's money left in it for different things, why are we pushing in so hard on another $3 trillion? I mean, my God, by the end of this, what are we going to be, $30 trillion in the hole? I I know the Democrats are really pushing this socialist uh, ideology. However, it's not going to work. We can't continue to print money. Our credit rating for the United States continues to drop. We need to stop spending and we need to start, you know, really attempting to trim down the deficit and get our finances and spending back on track. So, Trump signed four executive orders this weekend. One of them is extending unemployment. Uh, we, they were originally getting $600 a week from the last bill. I mean, Trump trimmed that down to $400 uh, with the state having to make up 25% of that. So, the government gives them $300 extra and the uh, state has to pick up $100 of that. I mean, rightfully so. I Unfortunately, if you're out of work right now, I totally understand. Uh, we've all been there. If you're a working class person like myself, like 99% of America is, at one point or another, you've been out of work. Why it makes sense that he trimmed it down is because you have, let's say, people making $10 an hour. You know, at a regular 40-hour week, it's $400. Take out your taxes, around 25%-ish, depending on the person. So you're around $300 take-home. So if you're taking home $600 a week, sitting at home doing nothing, you know, doubled your money, it doesn't motivate you to want to go back to work. The problem with not being motivated to go back to work is that is the only thing that's going to continue to move the economy. You got to get back to work. We can't keep supporting that. Get you out there, get you back online so that way you're making your money. The better the economy is, the better uh, opportunities you're going to have, the more money you could possibly make. So you can't just have couch potatoes sitting around going, man, this is great. I'm getting 2400 bucks a month. I was only getting you know, 1200 or 1500 a month before. I'm just going to ride this thing out. So I think it was a smart move to trim it down a little bit to kind of put people in that cautious zone like, okay, this is coming to an end. I need to start really looking hard and seeing what's available, get out there so I can get back you know, full-time job, get back to work so I can own money and not let Uncle Sam or not think Uncle Sam's going to sit there and take care of me forever because he's not. Um, one of the second ones that he signed 
was basically preventing landlords or mortgage companies from foreclosing or evicting you to try to help with yeah, everybody's backed up again. If you're unemployed, maybe you're making a lot less money. You know, some people might be making more money, but you may not be able to make that monthly payment. And in these times, nobody wants to see you lose your house, lose your living situation. So he's trying to ease that. For the younger generation, he signed um, suspending paying back student loan. Now, I'm sure there, hell, there might be people there that you know, are listening to this that are in their 40s still paying on your student loan. Give you a little bit of a break from it if you need it. If you don't need it, just keep paying. But if you do need it, it gives you that little bit of a cushion, a little bit of a relief, so that way you can focus that money in on you know, more important things, more of your essentials, your food and your light and cable and all that stuff that kind of keeps you going day to day. Um, the last bill that he signed was for people that make under $100,000 a year, he's going to suspend payroll taxes. Now, of course, Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer all freaked out when he said that because a lot of that money contributes towards Social Security. Um, funny thing, uh, people unemployed, that also hurts Social Security. So, you know, one way or the other, it's getting rocked pretty hard right now. But Trump's going to be pulling money out of the FEMA account. He already pre-planned this to make sure that Social Security is funded. So if you're elderly and that's what you depend on, have no fear. You're, you know, your checks are going to continue to come to you. I mean, the main reason that he did all of this anyways, for the last, what, two to three weeks, you've got Democrats and Republicans uh, going over the bill, they can't agree on anything. Democrats are holding firm on their 600 for the uh, unemployment. Republicans want to try to motivate people like, let's go get back to work. It's time. The economy's starting to open. Some states are doing better than others. Some areas in the states that are doing bad are still doing better than other areas. So work is moving. Uh, the jobs number came out. It was a fantastic jobs number again. So jobs are coming back online. They are being created. So they're trying to motivate you to get out. There's also a bunch of other junk in there, which I'm going to go over shortly, that naturally the Republicans are like, why are we paying for that? It doesn't even make sense. And when I go over it with you, I think you'll uh, feel the same. But President Trump did, from what I think, the right thing. He knows that unemployment was running out. People need their money. You know, people got bills to pay. People have mortgages to pay. So he felt like if you guys aren't going to do it, then I'm going to step in and I'm going to do it. The, the beauty part of this is if they dare challenge it, who looks bad? Trump's trying to step in to help make sure that you have continued income coming in, that we're going to lighten your bills, you don't have to worry about losing your job, and we're going to cut some of your taxes out for right now for, for an, you know, a short period of time to continue to help you like, let's get back on as the economy keeps coming online, then you guys go with it. You know, you, keep, you apply for jobs, you get back working, you're able to pay your bills, you catch back up. And everything's good. So now if Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer go to try to challenge him legally on it, well, who looks like the bad guy? Now what? The Democrats, you're trying to take money away from us? You're trying to stop all these things that he gave us? 
Hey, it ain't going to look real good for you. Nancy and Chucky, you better pay attention. I hope you do listen to this podcast. You probably hate me and wish you knew what I look like so you could throw darts at my face, but I'm just, you know, it ain't going to look too good for you. Um, Getting into their portion of it, I think, you know, the light's going to come on upstairs when you start seeing some of the things that are in this bill. And really the ultimate question is going to be, what in the world does that have to do with COVID-19? Because when I read it, I was like, why, why are we paying for, why are we using tax money for that? How does, how does tax money, why should it even go to that at any given time, let alone in a crisis like this where people really are struggling? Because there really are business owners. There's, you know, the restaurant industry has been just decimated the bar industry decimated there are so many areas where these people really need help and they deserve the help you know that that's why we're such a great nation because in your moment of need you know we try to step up and help everybody out um and they're paying for ridiculous items well let's go because i'm gonna i'm gonna run into them now you're gonna hear them all Hear them from me, either first, last, or somewhere in between, but at least it'll educate you on some of the funky items that are in that bill, and then you could say to yourself, would you pay for it out of the tax money? Does that make sense under the, you know, under, in our current circumstance? Excuse me, I was jumbling words like Joe Biden there. So here we go. In your COVID relief package, the HEROES Act, the Democrats would like to spend $25 million for the arts Humanities, uh, libraries, and museums. Can you explain to me why? What does that have to do with COVID-19? The Democrats want to, um, you know, give stimulus payments to illegal immigrants of at least 1200 bucks. Shouldn't we be taking care of our own first Instead of people that aren't even legal here in the country, I'm just going to say, okay, uh, third one, $15 billion for highways. Now you explain to me with the pandemic, supposed pandemic, uh, as bad as they would like to claim that it is, What does highways, roads, and bridges have to do with anything pertaining to COVID-19? Why are we devoting $15 billion to that item? How is that making you better? How is that doing anything? Would it create some jobs? Maybe. Are those guys continually working anyways? Probably, because we've already had funds approved for road and bridge and it's not like it stopped okay if you if anybody hasn't noticed essential workers uh most of the government has not shut down at all they've been considered essential so fixing roads and whatnot depending on where you live they were trying to use this opportunity since there weren't so many people out and about and a lot of people were stuck in their homes like they're trying to keep us like rats in a cage they were using that opportunity to fix as much roads and bridges as they can. So that industry is thriving. It's not on the decline as far as I can tell. Now, your next one. We're going to give $50 million for environmental justice grants. 
What does an environmental justice grant have to do with COVID-19? Or how about they're going to make sure they fund to prevent interference with the state's election rights? What does election rights have to do with COVID-19? They're also planning on giving $25 billion to the USPS as a bailout. Why are we giving $25 billion as a bailout to the post office? Why? What, what does the post office have to do with COVID-19? Can somebody please explain that to me? Uh, these are a lot of the big problems that we're seeing in there. Or how about uh, $915 billion for bailouts for the states that are basically bankrupt. So what you're telling me is you're going to use all this money, $915 billion to bail governors out who poorly ran their states, were not fiscally responsible with their budgets, that blew all their money, and we're supposed to pay for it out of our taxes? That's almost $1 trillion directly to helping out States like, let's think real hard about this, Nancy Pelosi, California. Or how about Cuomo in New York, who, if you're watching the news, just basically begged all the rich people that left New York to come back and said he would buy them a, a drink, he'd cook them dinner, he needs to get them back online up there because he needs their tax money because their state is bankrupt. They have lost all of their money, they've used it irresponsibly, and who's going to pay for it? The people are. Because now you don't have any money to fix the roads, now you don't have any money for your social programs, it's, it's going to be a mess. I mean, California's already a mess, look at California. you got the homeless population over there, it's unbelievable. When I visited California years ago, and they were already having this problem, it just wasn't so in your face on the news yet. Walking down the road in the morning, all you smell in the air is urine. You're walking down and that's the first breath of air you catch coming out of the, uh, I was coming out of a hotel because we were there for a car show, but all you smell is urine in the air. Homeless people everywhere. It was sad to see because I've not seen that in Florida, not to that extent. I mean, you see some areas where you have homeless people here or there, but not like this. I mean, you're talking about homeless people set up lining roads by the hundreds and you just shake your head like, what country are we even living in? So again, how or no, why should we be bailing you out? You didn't do the right thing with your money for your state. Shouldn't come out of our taxes. That $1 trillion, we shouldn't, that shouldn't even be in the bill. So you start to get the idea of why Republicans are fighting this the way that they are. Who wouldn't? I would. I certainly, I look at it myself and I don't mind if it takes longer to get some of this stuff out because you cannot just agree to these types of ridiculous demands in a bill that is designed to help during this pandemic. This is not bailout time. This is not let me help you clean up your mess and fix what you've done wrong. This is 
bailout time for people who are truly in need. But the Democrats don't care. I mean, these are their words. You never let crisis go to waste. Their words, not mine. So naturally, they're going to try to take full advantage when the moment comes. They're going to try to capitalize on this. This is their moment to assault, get some of the things they want. And if the Republicans don't give it to them, then they turn around and start, oh, look at how insensitive they are. They don't care. Oh, my God. Look, they didn't do it for us because they don't love the American people. We're trying to help you. They're evil. Bad, bad, bad. Give me a break. If people truly knew what was in your bill, and and if you have not looked this bill up, be grateful you haven't. It's like a thousand pages long. I, I mean, I was scrolling through the computer, reading and reading and printing sections of it out so I could read it for an hour and a half, and I think I got three quarters of the way through it and just put it down. My eyes were so tired I couldn't read anymore, and I, I really believe they make it that way to make it as difficult as they can for the average American to understand it because they they really try to overcomplicate it. It's real simple things. You just got to break them down, but they just like to make it look real complicated and, and make a big production out of it. But if you don't agree as a Republican, bad, 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 right? And then they're going to turn it around. The, like I said, the beauty part of it with Trump is he actually flipped a script on them. And I love that. Because now you can't go bad, 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 because if you do, then you guys look like the bad guys, because now everybody's going, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Although it may not be 600, Trump's giving us this, Trump's giving us that. Why are you guys trying to take it away? We thought you cared, which we know you don't. But there are still some people that believe in the Democratic Party. How? I don't know. I know most of you listening don't know either, and probably better that we don't know Because realistically, if you think that way, you're probably one of them anyways, right? Now, I don't know where they go from here. I know that President Trump had sent out a tweet that Nancy and Chuck wanted to have a conversation with them about everything. And I'm sure it's going to be closed door. They're not going to want any media in there. So whatever said, they could try to come out and look like the heroes, like they're doing something great. Um As far as right now goes, there is no word on like a second stimulus check like most of you probably received the first time around. Um, That is still in the original bill. But again, the original bill is not passing because the Republicans, you know, they basically said we want all that stuff out of there. And you know, we can, we can pass this thing. If you remember, Nancy Pelosi goes, well, we're willing to come down a trillion if you come up a trillion. No, because you want a trillion to bail your cities out. So no, negative on that. Okay, you need to drop it down and think only solely about the people. Let's take care of the people. Let's take care of the small businesses that need it. Let's take care of people health-wise, make sure COVID's funded the way it's supposed to be. And anything beyond that, no, you don't get it. Sorry, okay? I like what Trump did. I think making sure people stay in their homes. I think lessening their bills, giving a little more money by, you know, cutting some of the taxes out temporarily and keeping unemployment a little less, but still reasonable to try to help motivate a lot of people to get back out there and and work, I think is fair. I don't see it as unfair or unjust. That's my point of view. You don't have to agree with me, but I don't leaving it where people are getting 
like I said, double or triple uh, or, or one and a half times what you're used to making, it's not going to motivate anybody to get out and work. They'd rather sit on the, you know, on, on the couch eating bonbons, watching uh, soap operas all day. I don't even know if they still run soap operas. Uh, but if they do, they're watching soap operas all day, and that's not good for anybody. It's not good for them either because, you know, that, that's going to get old. There's a certain time and place for everything. When you're retired and you want to do that and hopefully you've saved up enough and you have a little nest egg where you could finally sit back and relax, cool. But if you're a young, you know, anywhere from 16 years old to 62, 63 years old, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I got to stay busy. I got to keep doing stuff. That's just part of my day-to-day routine. That's what helps gets me up in the morning. That's what fuels you to go. You know, I like I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing the research behind it and find out what I'm going to talk about and look it up and try to get as many sources as I can. And it's what keeps me moving. So um, that's pretty much where the whole Heroes Act thing is at. And uh, to give you a quick little snippet of what my podcast will be about, they announced today officially that uh, Kamala Harris is officially Joe's VP nominee, and I'm going to go in hard on her and him and their relationship together. So that one ought to be pretty good. Uh, We're going to have some fun. I'm going to try to roast both of them pretty hard because it's not that hard to do. Let's put it that way. But that pretty much does it for me today. Please check me out, Twitter or uh, Parlor. Parlor, it's Joe Little. Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. You can hit me at the same at gmail.com. Stay safe. God bless.